Hey guys, welcome to another exciting episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Bexon. Today, we'll be talking with Joaquin Rodriguez from Stay in Costa Rica. They're a property management company based in the Marriott Los Sueños Resort. Uh, they manage a variety of condos and also villas in there. So we're going to be talking about finding a great property management company and also what to kind of really do with your vacation rental in order to kind of maximize its rental income uh, and where the opportunity is. Remember, if you have any questions for Joaquin or would like to see future guests on the show, uh, please comment away or send us an email. Uh, and let's get straight into it. Thanks, guys. Hey, Joaquin, how are you doing today? Thank you, Richard, for having us. I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the on the show. I gave you an amazing introduction beforehand saying, what a great job you guys do uh, down there at Los Sueños. We've had a business relationship for many, many years. Um, and yeah, as I said, it's, it's you guys have an amazing product. So it's going to be interesting kind of getting under the hood here and talking about some, some stuff. So, well, let's get, let's get straight into some of the questions, Joaquin. I mean, you've been down here in Costa Rica for, wow, over 19 years, if I'm correct, right? Correct. I got here in 2002. Wow. I'm sure during that time, you've seen some interesting things. I know I certainly have. But I mean, what has surprised you recently, if you don't mind me asking? Well, um, there's basically two things. Uh, one, with this pandemic, I've seen an acceleration in the use of technology. Uh, some things that uh, were strange or hard to use for some of my consumers are now so widely available everywhere that everybody's using them. We are seeing a lot more of online booking uh, versus of people picking up the phone and calling and talking to us. And we're also being able to implement a lot of um, online technologies. For example, we used to have a lot of printed brochures in our properties to show people what to do, where to eat, maps, et cetera. Uh, with the pandemic, um, paper is not so well seen, so we have been able to implement a little uh, signs with the QR code where clients can access all the information they need, uh, have a chat button to interact with our staff. And maybe two years before, if we tried to implement this, some of our consumers would have welcomed it, but some others would have been asking for, for more traditional uh, technology. And a second thing that I've noticed is our specific industry in the, in the tourism area, the vacation rental, has seen a huge increase in the consumer's perception because basically we've always been bubbles. We've always catered, I mean, we've always provided a type of accommodation that gives more privacy, that gives them private amenities. Uh, versus a hotel. So I would say those were the, the two things that uh, have surprised me or the biggest changes I've seen lately. I think you guys, and I've, I think I've always said this to you, but we're ahead of the curve on this one, which is vacation rentals with hotel amenities. I mean, you know, we've done business together for many, many years, and it's just been great to see that evolution that you guys have gone through. I mean, providing breakfast in a vacation rental for clients, I think was amazing. I mean, again, who wants to go on vacation and make breakfast in the morning? You want to wake up and someone be there to make you breakfast. I mean, like a hotel, but it's you have your own unit. So I've always said that you guys are way, you know, way ahead of the curve. I, I, I love that you, you applaud that knowing that it was your own idea. 
Hey, well, I'll say this. You listen to us. You listen to us. Many people don't. But, I mean, it was huge success implementing it, no? I mean, the way I see it, when, when we started doing this uh, in the early 2000s, and we were receiving inquiries, people traveled to hotels. That's what, that was what they were expecting. So when we try to explain to them, no, we're not a hotel. We, are, we offer apartments they got confused so we stopped doing that and we told them yeah we are a hotel we have we have our concierge we have our front desk we have all the things you need when you travel but our rooms are bigger and they have their own kitchen and they have their own living room and sometimes they have their own private pool so when we put it that way people are like okay it's a hotel but it's it's better okay i like it so we were kind of forced to copy and and mimic all the amenities and services of our hotel because back then i mean airbnb didn't exist like that so it even on, on big portals like like expedia there was no vacation rental option everything yeah. was hotel wow I, I mean i really wonder where this is going to be going in the future i mean you know vacation rentals with hotel amenities is 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 not a new thing again i think as you mentioned there it's been accelerated but i mean i really do wonder you know, where this is going? Is it going to be, you know, more of this digital nomad people looking for mid to long-term rentals, which I believe that there is a, you know, a huge amount of um, uh, demand for and just nobody's servicing that section section of the market either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about vacation rentals a little bit here, because I'm sure that the listeners uh, either have vacation rentals or the potentially looking to invest in a vacation rental. I mean, in your experience, what makes a good and a not so good vacation rental, you know, apart from the cool owners, um, but like beds, features, amenities, services? When you, I mean, there's two parts of being successful in this industry. First, it's before you start, how you set up your property, how you set up your condominium. A very common mistake is to have a, a property where the master bedroom has all, all the amenities, all the perks, and everything's beautiful. But then the secondary and third rooms are, are not as well equipped. And a lot of times, it's little things like an alarm clock, which is a $5 solution, uh, a safe deposit box. Uh, you need to understand we are competing with hotels. So when you have two couples choosing between renting two rooms in a hotel versus staying in a two-bedroom property you need to know okay i need to make sure both couples are feeling equally catered to when staying with us so it's not a huge investment it's just look at every single room in your property and make sure okay if a client is staying here does he have everything he needs the second thing we've learned is prepared for the worst. things are gonna break that's a fact i mean so step one is try to do preventative maintenance the best you can. And we, I mean, I'm, we've been doing this for almost 20 years and we're really good at that, but still things break. So be prepared for that. How are you prepared? Have spare parts, have staff that can easily and fast provide a fast solution to someone who's having a problem. And the third one, and this is, this is a good advice for people planning a vacation, always ask the, either the homeowner or the property management company, all right, if, if something goes really, really wrong, what's plan B? 
do you have a second house you can move with me to? Do you have a second condo that's similar you can move me to? Because that can happen. So I, I would say that that is a very important question you can ask when, when planning a location. I mean, when you talk about preventative maintenance there, I mean, what kind of stuff are you talking about? Are you talking about AC servicing or, or I mean, what stuff typically goes AC, wrong? AC appliances. If, if a place has sit empty for a while, make sure you use the appliances. Turn on the dishwasher, turn on the washing machine, clean up filters. I mean, it's, again, it's, these are not huge investments, but make sure you find out about the problem before your next guest arrives. There's nothing where the family arrives, everything's beautiful, they turn on the stove to cook their pizzas, and they, it doesn't work. And you have your kids there. I mean, the family has the kids there ready to eat, and the thing doesn't work. So be ahead of the curve and notice those things before they do. I think that's that's great input, and again, with over twenty years of experience there, I'm sure it's uh, it, it, it's it, it's very valuable feedback to anybody looking to get into the vacation rental business or currently in the vacation rental business. Uh, because I've had stuff that's gone wrong when I've rented in places that's not staying Costa Rica or Sueños, of course. But uh, but yeah, um, I mean, let's just talk about the investment in Costa Rica just in general. What do you believe is a safe investment in Costa Rica? I am, I am not a real estate expert, but I've, I've been in, in the industry and I can give you my opinion as a homeowner and a property manager in the Los Buenos uh, Resort property. Uh, try to look when investment, try to look at properties that has, have a gained reputation. And I'm, and I'm very conservative when investment, investing. I mean, I, I would never go to the empty piece of land where it has a huge potential like the developers of Los Sueños did over 20 years ago. I, I would never do that because it's not the person. I, I, I would always look to something that is established, something that has amenities that are unique, that are different. Like here, this resort has a marina. When you look at Costa Rica, there are, there's currently only three marinas in the entire country. So that immediately sets you apart. That immediately gives your investment something different. Because if you're looking at a, a three-bedroom apartment, there's thousands of them. But if you look at a three-bedroom apartment that has access to a marina, that has access to a golf course, that has a, a hotel with a brand a couple blocks away, that gives value. And that makes sure that the value of your investment lasts longer. Because those amenities I mean, are going to be very hard to replicate. Yeah, I, you know, I think that's a great point. I've always kept my eye actually in the Los Sueños property on, um, you know, I suppose the rental units there and how much they cost. And I mean, it's been pretty, it's been, you know, it's been a good steady growth. I mean, typically like a lot of Costa Rica, um, you know, I've seen a couple of, a few kind of deals here and there, but not many. But I mean, I think because you're investing into something that's existing with a great reputation, it really holds its value. And, and you know, and again, has you know, there's, there's not much, they can't build any more there. I think everything's sold, if I'm correct, right? Meaning that new stuff is sort of sold. They're, they're still, they're launching now uh, lots where you can build custom homes. Right. Uh, so that they're, they're, they're just released a few of those. I think there's 20 lots available and they still have a few more, but they have not been released. But the, the property itself has, has been developed, I would say, up to 85%. Wow. Do you have any idea how much those lots are? Just because I'm sure listeners would be asking. Do you have a, just have a random idea? I, I think they're around 400,000. But uh, if you go to losuenos.com, you, you can find the, the information on the listing, the size, location, everything. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I think you'd, again, if you'd be looking to do that, you'd be developing a more of a vacation home, I suppose, just because all the condos are already developed. But uh, I mean, there are multi-million dollar homes in, in Los Sueños. Uh, and again, it's, it's we've, we've got a friend in common that's looking for one at the moment and he just can't find one. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, I mean, in your opinion, you know, I mean, we, I always ask this question to a lot of property managers uh, or people in real estate. Can you make dollars with a vacation? I mean, can you make money with a vacation rental in Costa Rica? And if you wanted to, you know, how, how would you go about it in your opinion? Yes, you can. Um, you, need, you need to follow a few rules. Uh, number one, stay away from the most demanded date. Uh, in our area, our high season is December to, to March. So the, the least you use it during those months, the best. Stay away from holidays and stay away from long weekends. That doesn't mean you can't never use them, but every time you do, you are, you are affecting your, your potential income. Another guys, advice I always give to homeowners when they can and when they have flexible calendars, book their own houses last minute. That, 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 that tells them they're using nights that have not been previously booked so basically they're not sacrificing any any income and a second rule of thumb is do not try to impose rules that go against what the market needs two examples right now if you try to have a very strict rule because because uh, if someone books your your house or apartment you want to have a deposit no matter what when we're living a pandemic when airports open and close uh, that would be what won't be a good idea right now. Another thing a lot of homeowners try to do, and in this area, maybe in others, it, it does work, but in this area, it doesn't work, is try to impose a minimum of seven nights. Uh, Costa Rica is a destination, and you know it better than anyone, where clients or families try to do two destinations, one in the mountains, one in the beach. And if you try to do one week, that doesn't allow them to, to book your place. And that doesn't mean they won't come to Costa Rica. What it means is they will come and they will stay at your neighbor's house. Yeah. So I, would, I would go with those two rules. Yeah, I was looking the other day uh, for something for about three nights and I extended it out to seven and, you know, just more options came up. But, you know, it's, mm -hmm. I can't really see tons of people staying in a place for one location for seven nights, especially when this country has so much to offer and so many microclimates. Um, so I think that that's, that's, you know, great input there is, you know, I mean, probably a minimum of, I don't know, two to three nights because you just never know. You just never know. So, I mean, jumping back to kind of what you guys have done there and stay in Costa Rica, which I mean, you know, I admire greatly, you know, what has made your rentals unique uh, and how kind of have you added value? I mean, this may sound simple and cheesy, uh, but something or founder of the company taught us from, from day one, Larry Savage, we need to care. Care about the, the, the family who is gonna come and stay with us. And, and he always had this excitement and this, and this mentality as if you had some family from abroad uh, visiting and you, you, you want to show them how beautiful are things and you, you wanna make sure that the, the property is all looking out and you put, you put some nice flowers in there for them because you're excited about uh, receiving them. And, and take care, take care of them. Make sure they have a good stay. People don't come to Costa Rica to stay in a condominium. 
they come to Costa Rica because they want to live and experience. They want to see monkeys. They want to be in the ocean. They want to be out there fishing and catching with their kids the first sailfish. That, that's what we need to do. As, as businessmen, we don't make decisions or we try not to make decisions looking at spreadsheets and looking at numbers. We try to make them looking at the customer's faces. I mean, if they're, if they're smiling, that tells us we're, we're on the right track. And we accommodate over 10,000 travelers per year. So I think we're on the right track. I, I agree, dude. I mean, I, I really agree. I mean, again, we're in the business of making people happy and creating memories. So, you know, I mean, again, it, maybe that doesn't appear. It's an intangible that doesn't appear on the spreadsheet, but it certainly does, you know, when you see the amount of travelers returning and also referring business to you. So, so yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of people, when they get a vacation rental down here, look for a property management company. And I've asked this question before, but I think it's always good to get a kind of a variety of different kind of uh, inputs. We'd asked it to, I think it was to Britta, who owns Tropical Homes. Uh, I, to be honest, I'm blanking here on other property management companies we've spoken to. But I mean, what questions would you be asking a property management company? And how do you tell a good one from an okay one? I mean, there's, there's the fact of, how long they've been in the industry, how long they've been doing business, try to get referrals from, from other homeowners. But there's two very basic things you can find out, uh, not even asking, but uh, one first rule is how close are they to the house you're, you're buying or the house you're going to give them to, to manage. Uh, I've seen some companies that manage properties throughout the country and honestly, I don't know how they do it. Um, what, what I've learned is if, if I don't have the ability to be in one of my clients' house within five minutes, there's no way I can provide a good service. If I have someone who planned a vacation for months and it's here with their family and they have little kids and something is wrong and they call me and it takes me more than five minutes to get there, there's no way they're going to have a good experience. So just looking at their office locations, and maybe they have some logistics where they, 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 their office is further away, but they have a logistic where they can cater to, to different areas. So find out about that, how long it's going to take for you to get to my doorstep when something goes wrong. And the second one is their schedule. I mean, for some reason, uh, people are in, in the vacation rental industry, but they carry things from the real estate industry, and they think that, they can do office hours, eight to five, Monday to Friday, maybe Saturday. And at five o'clock, they're on the beach drinking cocktails, which I wish we could do. But again, we, we copy the hotel industry. And if at 6 p.m., 9 p.m., 1, 1 in the morning, something goes wrong, you need to able, be able to be there for, for, for your homeowner or your, for your traveler. Yeah, I, I remember asking one of our previous guests once, Jim Demarlis, about being in travel. And he said, you better like people and you better like working long hours because tourism is, you know, it's a 24-7, seven days a week job. So, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted. Um, but again, it's great to be able to create those memories for the, your clients. And, you know, it's, I always say that you get people at their best, meaning they're usually relaxed, they're happy, maybe not the start uh -huh. of the vacation sometimes, but usually throughout, you know, you really see the best of people. Yeah. So, so the question I like to ask everyone, and also always my last question, if you inherited $500,000, you 
uh, Joaquin, and had to invest it in a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it and why? I go back to something I said in the beginning. I'm very, very cautious with, with my investments. I, I, I wouldn't go into crypto coins or, or things like that, or, or even the stock market. It, it, it's something that's terrifying for me. So that, that's me. That's the way I've been raised. And I would, I would, I mean, you, you will feel I'm, I'm, I'm a 70 year old Italian lady, but I, I would buy bricks. And again, if, for that money, if I can buy either two one bedrooms and put them in the rental market or, or a two, three bedroom, uh, I know it, it's going to cover expenses, make, make me a little money. And I know that the investment will be safe. I mean, uh, uh, later on, if, if, if you need to, to cash flow it, this is a property where it's very easy to, to sell sell your property if you, after you've had it for a long time. And having two one-bedroom closer gives you the flexibility of being able to sell a part of the investment you take and, and keep the other keep the other safely there. I think that's really smart what you said there about not putting it all into one thing, but potentially splitting it over, you know, two two places. Yeah. Because again, if you need to liquidate, you know, it's easier to get out of a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar investment than it is a five hundred thousand dollar investment. So yeah. And I mean, with regards to getting, I mean, I suppose if someone was looking to buy in Los Sueños, their exit, thinking about their exit, does stuff sell pretty quickly there? Now, especially now, yeah. 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 Uh, now there's, there's a lot of money in the market and, and properties are, are moving a lot more than, than they were uh, maybe two or three years ago. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, Joaquin, I really appreciate your time. Also, your input, your sage advice here for people looking to get into vacation rentals are currently in it or looking for a property management company. Um, I'm going to place all your contact details uh, in the description as well. So I think anybody that wants to get in contact with you can do. Uh, and again, thanks very much for your time, buddy. I appreciate the invitation. It's always a pleasure talking to you. No worries. Thanks, buddy.